0: It's Ricky here. Welcome to our special podcast series, which celebrates ACNA's 10th anniversary and which we're calling From the First Day. On the 10th of January 2011, we commenced ACNA with 31 employees, many of whom are still with us today and who will be sharing their stories with you. I hope you enjoy them. Shane, welcome to ACNA Open Mic. Thank
1: you for having me. Oh,
0: so exciting because you are on our special series, which is all around from the start because you started with ACNA 10 years ago.
1: Yes, I did. Day dot. Day dot. I, I still can't believe that it's been 10 years nearly, to be honest.
0: Oh, well, we want to hear all about that journey. Would you like to start with day dot? What happened on day dot?
1: Um, well, we all got together and we all had these three days of different things to get to know each other, and um, it's kind of like a bit of a blur because it's been so long <laughs> um, <laughs> since then. But we had a lot of team building at the beginning, which was good for us to be able to work together because we were all in the same boat. when none of us knew what we were getting ourselves into um, until the day that they pressed the button and we all had to start doing it on the My Age Care system. So, oh no, it wasn't My Age Care here.
0: Yeah, what was it? It was you had a hack, Hack,
1: home and community care. So my aged care only started a few years ago.
0: Yeah, because you are in that wonderful state of Western Australia.
1: Yes, so we were a bit behind the times.
0: (laughs) Or ahead of the times, everyone over there will tell me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Shane, what took you today, Dot? So, what made you move across to ACNA? Where were you before ACNA?
1: Okay, so I was a care coordinator with Silver Chains. So when we got the tender to be a RAS, we got the opportunity to put our hand up to be either staying as a care coordinator or put our hand up to be an assessor. And I decided to choose the assessor role because I want to help people make the right decisions to stay independent in their own home rather than as a care coordinator I was given the client already by someone else's decision. So I wanted to be able to help people stay in their own homes, basically.
0: Oh, Shane, that is such a good message. And what it, over the last 10 years, you've had hundreds and hundreds of interactions with clients. Are there any that stand out for you that you'd like to share?
1: I've got one that's been quite recent. Really. So I went out to see this lovely lady, and she'd moved in with her daughter and her son in law because she had chronic pain in her back and knees. So she needed a lot of support. So I put all those supports in, of course, because she could barely move. A few months later, when I rang up to just touch base through our reablement, she actually started to use the CBD oil at 86 and ended up moving into her own unit and not needing any supports anymore. Oh,
0: that is amazing.
1: Yeah, so she went from having showering, physio, domestic assistance, shopping assistance, transport, to being able to drive again, do her own shopping. She brought a new unit, set it all up. It was really nice to hear that she got through that because I remember how much pain she was in when I did the assessment.
0: Oh, congratulations, Shane. What an awesome story.
1: Yeah, we get a lot of good ones like that. I guess a lot of the reablement stuff is more with me with social side of things because a lot of people don't go out of their homes very often. I believe that um, the social is more important than any other supports because if you keep socially active, it keeps your mind and body active.
0: Oh, that is a great message. It would be remiss of me not to ask, and I'd get feedback from listeners about your Mm. first bicycle, if you would like to recall that memory for us.
1: (laughs) Oh Well, my first bike was a three-wheeler. I can remember I was probably about four or five. And um, the funny part of it is, is that I used to see the kids in the street making um, bike ramps and going flying up over these bike ramps. And mum said that I had my ramp set up and i kept going up and just falling straight over the top because of the four three wheels instead of the two and she said that i just should just watch me go up and do it and fall and up and do it and fall and i just kept doing it (laughs) Uh, so i'm a bit like that in life i keep trying and trying and trying and try and get it done
0: Oh, good on you, Shane. And I've got a great visual now of you as a four-year-old. <laughs> oh, we should, we should start collecting photos and stuff because that would just be awesome. Shane, are there any um, messages you'd like to pass on as part of this um, 10-year celebration series on podcast?
1: Well, I'm just grateful that I can do this job, to be completely honest, because I get to make a difference in people's lives every single day. And I started off working in nursing homes. And when I was there, there were people in the nursing home that could have been managed at home with some support. So I get to help those people stay independent and stay in their home and not have to go into care um, like it used to happen in the past. It was just easier for them to do that.
0: Oh, good on you, Shane. I'm I'm touched. I'm <laughs> sitting here going, oh, I'm lost for words. Thank you so much, Shane, for your time on podcast. Thank you again and enjoy your ten year celebrations.
1: I will thank you so much for um involving me in this.